Amen. Do you agree with that? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, guys, thank you, worship team, so much, man. Wow. Wow. Isn't that such a sweet presence? You know, you know, the, the intimacy with God, you know, that, that you have never experienced all of God. You know what I mean by that? You have all of him. You're a co-heir seated with Christ in heavenly places as a believer. But you know that, that your intimacy with him can deepen. As, as you enjoy that intimacy with him, we are being conformed into his image from glory to glory. Amen. Man, what a great thing. We're so grateful for this conference. And I know we've got some pictures that they can play in the background. But Overflow has been, our first Overflow conference has been awesome. We're so grateful for all the workers and the hours put in to, to, make, it come to, to, to make it come into being and to prepare for it. So uh, every, every little piece is not little. So thank you all for, for um for making it happen and uh, for everybody in the background and and especially, of course, for all our speakers that, that came far and wide and Pastor Lamont and Sharon, Sharon said, said they'd come and help with worship and, man, from Colorado, we were so blessed and, you know, we still, we, we, we're fortunate to have our honored guests, Pastor Greg and, and Janice Moore here. They, it's so, such an honor to have them with us and they'll be um, bringing the word with us, for us this morning. And so, man, but, but God is at work I mean, he's at work, but he's not. You know what I mean? He's done it all. But will we let him work in our hearts? And, and, and the Lord woke me up early um, uh, on Friday morning, and, and he, just, he just said, this has been a really supernatural time. And, and the encouragement was, well, well, he said to me, I felt like destinies and lives have been changed. Directions have been changed. Careers have, have, in, have actually been changed in this time. And I wanted to encourage you, if you were part of the Overflow Conference, or even if you weren't, if you weren't, go to our, our webpage, lakehaven.tv, and find the Overflow Conference, and, and you'll be able to. Oh, there will be. Oh, there will be a slide coming up. But, but, um, but you want to get hear those messages, because I tell you, each one, the, the, the Word of God tells us in Ephesians chapter 4 that God gave gifts unto men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And, and note who gave them. It wasn't the University of Florida. It wasn't some institution. It was God. God gave gifts to men. He gives gifts to men. And, and you know, when, when you appreciate a cup, you know, the Word of God tells us that when you receive a prophet, even giving him a cup of water, right? but you can get a prophet's reward. And that, that you, can, you can receive from that gift when you honor that gift. Amen? When you honor that gift and say, I recognize this as a gift from God, not as a gift from the University of Florida or any other university, but as a gift from God, your heart opens to hear from God. And you can receive from God. Amen? And so, and so I, wanna, I, want you, I want to encourage you on this hot plate, if you will, <laughs> just draw on those gifts. Nourish that seed. Receive that seed deep into your heart because it can totally transform your life and take you deeper into that next step and deeper with him, that intimacy, that intimacy with him. Amen. So um, anyhow, um, I do want to just mention a couple things and 
uh, in lieu of our giving this morning, um, thank you for, for, for participating with us online and, and here, you know, uh, giving towards the, the work of what Lake Haven is doing, certainly. But on a day like today, when we have a, a special guest speaker on a Sunday, we do like to, um, anyhow, we, we, we receive offerings for them. And so feel free, you know, if you want to mark a, a special offering for Pastor Greg, please do that. Um, unfortunately, his books are all sold out, apparently. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> You can order them on Amazon, and, um, and so we'll make sure we have more copies available here in, in, in paper, but you can get them on Amazon if you want to, but, or gregmore.com, thank you, thank you, yeah, Greg Moore, and you can get his funnies there too, yeah, that's awesome, but, but in lieu of um, the giving, thank you for being generous, you know, the Word of God tells us that you can't outgive God, and, and, and God has always looked for a cheerful giver, enjoys it when we give cheerfully, and um, so... So I'm not going to teach on, on, on giving this morning, but I do want to encourage you. Um, uh, we, we had such great teaching, even on the offering, on <laughs> the offering times this week. And, and, and to learn to give cheerfully and to learn to participate and to learn to direct our hearts. Do you know that your money can steal your heart? It's amazing. Your money can steer your heart, can direct your heart. Where your treasure is, that your heart will be also. You can choose what is important to you. You're not subject. There's lots of things that you can, we can talk about that. But anyhow, I just wanted to say thank you for giving. There's a couple of things coming up. I would want you to just uh, let Lakehaven and, and all you online know that there's things coming up in the next couple of months. I know we have a, a ladies retreat coming up. And, <laughs> and next month is our, our church picnic. We'll do a spring picnic. Um, so stay tuned for that. There's a, there's a few things coming up. In fact, when the ladies retreat is on, you know what happens when the cat's away, right? The, the <laughs> The guys are going to get have a get-together here while the ladies are away, and we're going to do something over here. We're going to do breakfast for the guys, So, um, and, and so if you're here on that Saturday morning, May the 8th, and in, you're in town, then uh, tune in. We're going we're gonna to hang out, and we're going to have some fun time. There you go. Men's breakfast in the cafe. So... So it'll be, it'll be some fun. But in any case, there's a couple of things. Stay tuned. The info booth has got the upcoming stuff over there. And, of course, online we'll have our calendar. So I just wanted to mention those things in, 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 in up and coming. I don't think there's anything else, right, Swedo? Amen. Well, would you put your hands together and give a warm welcome to our esteemed guest and beloved pastor, Greg Moore. Thank you, sir. Well, this has been a good week. How many of you have been a part of, of the Overflow Conference? Man, just encourage you. If, if you haven't, I'm sure they have uh, ways to go back and watch uh, that. I don't know whether it's on YouTube or that. You, you can go online and, and, and they'll direct you. But I encourage you to uh, get some, some of the messages because Everett is powerful. Man, the first night we had like eight people filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Man. Man, they just, people are on fire for God. And uh, man, that's a great thing, isn't it? You get on fire and then you light other people's fire. Praise God. So uh, Janice and I are just uh, privileged to be a part of what God's doing. Aren't you thankful? How many of you, how many of you thankful to be a part of the kingdom of God? <clears throat> 
How many of you would how many of you would rather be here than the best hospital in town? The best the best jail in town. Praise God. So uh yeah, we uh we went to we were at a Karis Bible College in Orlando and our extension school there. We had I don't know, hundred and forty people or so and we sold out all of our books and CDs and everything, but but good news, you could go on gregmore.com and you can order, you can order some more. And I'll have my new book out uh, on walking in wisdom very very soon. So, so uh, I just want to thank uh, thank the leadership here at Lake Haven, uh, all the leadership team, board members, elders, and then all the servants here. And you guys just served us so well, uh, and and just loved us and so we we just want to thank you for uh for everything you're doing and i appreciate the vision in your pastors uh for for bringing the body of christ together because we 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 just had a great time in the word amen okay so uh open your bibles wherever you'd like i'm going to be in philippians chapter three philippians three and I'll tell you funny first. Is that okay? <laughs> this is funny. So this is the difference between difference between men and women. Did you understand? There's a difference between men and women. Yeah, there are differences. So uh, when it comes to money, a man will pay two dollars for a one dollar item he needs. A woman will pay $1 for a $2 item that she doesn't need, but it's on sale. Bathrooms. A man has six items in his bathroom. Toothbrush, toothpaste, shaving cream, razor, bar soap, and a towel. The average number of items in a typical woman's bathroom is 337. (laughs) And a man would not be able to identify more than 10 of these items. (laughs) Arguments. A woman has the last word in any argument. Anything a man says after that's the beginning of a new one. Oh, this is too funny. Future. A woman worries about the future until she gets a husband. A man never worries about the future until he gets a wife. (laughs) Oh, man. Success. A successful man is one who makes more money than his wife can spend. A successful woman is is one who can find such a man. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jesus. Marriage. A woman marries a man expecting he he will change, but he doesn't. A man marries a woman expecting she won't change, but she does. Oh, man. Offspring. Ah, children. A woman knows all about her children. She knows about the dentist appointments, the romances of best friends, 
favorite books, secrets, fears, hopes, dreams. A man is vaguely aware of some short people living in his house. <laughs> that is funny. Okay. A merry heart does good like a medicine. So let's look at uh, Philippians chapter 3. And let's look at verse 1. What's the first word? I feel comfortable with the Apostle Paul, especially in the book of Philippians, because he starts chapter 3 with finally, and he spends two chapters before he, before he finishes so whenever uh, most preachers say in closing, you know, it's going to be a while. Anyway, finally, everybody say finally. finally. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Um, you know, this is overflow, the overflow after the overflow conference. And the Bible says in, in Romans I believe it's 1417, said the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy, in the Holy Spirit. And here he says, finally, okay, he said, I, I, finally, I, I want you to rejoice in the Lord. Um, finally defined means you could apply it three different ways. Finally, after a long time, typically involving difficulty and delay, rejoice in the Lord. Anybody identify with that after 2020? Finally, in such a way, number two, to put an end to all doubt and dispute, rejoice in the Lord. Number three, finally, after all is said and done, at the end of the day, this is where I want you to land rejoicing in the Lord. I just simply want to talk to you this morning about making joy the home page of your heart. Making it your default. <clears throat> De default simply means something that we revert automatically to as a pre-selected option. You know, it's what it's what you it's what you fall back on that's second nature to you. So finally, my brethren, after a long time that's involved difficulty and delay, make joy your default. Or finally, my brethren, in order to put an end to all doubt and dispute, make joy your default or the home page of your heart. Finally, my brethren, after all that's happened, after all that you've been through, all that you've been accused of, after all that's gone wrong, at the end of the day, make joy your default. Make joy your default or your homepage, not, not depression, not oppression, not worry, not fear, not self-pity, not sadness. You know, many Christians default system is offense, victimhood, depression, self-pity, and then they try to praise their way through it. 
The problem is the home page of their heart set to the wrong place. Are you hearing me? Several years ago, I, had, I needed help for my son. I'm a technological immigrant, and my sons are technological natives. And so somehow I have no clue how my laptop got uh, stuck on MSNBC as the home page. <clears throat> it was like, dear Jesus, just anything <laughs> but this garbage, right? And, but I didn't know how, I didn't know how to change my home page. And so I had to, I had to have my, I had to have my son come and reset my home page. Well, this morning, we're going to reset the home page of your heart. Because some of us have our home page, our default, it's set to depression.com, selfpity.net, or alwaysoffended.org. And you can't get free from those things when you're defaulting to them. Are you hearing me? But today, we have the opportunity to reset our, ho our home page, our, our default, to joy.com or rejoicealways.org or praisegodandeverything.net. And I tell you guys, you, you, we, it's time. He said, look, finally... Look, I, this is where I want you to default. This is where I want your home page. This is where I want you landing. No matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've been through, no matter who has said what about you, or no matter what you've experienced in life, I, I want you defaulting to what's already in your spirit, man, but make it the home page of your heart. Look at your neighbor and say, I believe he's talking to you right now for sure. And you're enjoying that too much. And then in Philippians chapter 1, um, verse 9 through 12, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve things that are excellent, you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. Now, this is a response of someone who's defaulting to joy. Do you, do you understand? Instead of being offended by what happened to him, he's in a Philippian jail when he wrote this. And... And, uh, you know, he, he, he's, uh, he, he's, defa he's, he's defaulting to, to rejoicing and praising God and said, look, I want you to know that what's happened to me, don't be offended by it. I'm not because it's turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. And how, how, how's that going to turn out for the furtherance of the gospel? Well, you're reading it right now, aren't you? <laughs> Amen. So his letter, his letter said his response of joy in the midst of a terrible circumstance 
further the gospel, and so will yours if your home page is set right. So will your situation turn out for good if your home page is set right. I said, so will your situation further the gospel if your home page is set right. This is a very simple message this morning, okay, that we can, each of us can act on. That no matter what we've gone through, no matter what we've come through, no matter what somebody has said or done or we've experienced in life, do you understand everything's not going to be perfect until we get to heaven? Do you understand that? But your spirit is perfect, and if you default to that, I said if you default to that in the midst of, of horrendous circumstances, and I mean, you know, Paul's in jail. Writing this. Not fair. And, and he's rejoicing. And then he, then he goes on to talk about, you know, some people preaching the gospel of goodwill and others of selfish ambition. Look at this. Some, indeed, verse uh, 15, some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife and some from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I'm appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and in this I, in this I, and will rejoice. What's he saying? There are people that are doing the preaching the gospel out of they're trying to promote themselves. It's about themselves. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to rejoice even then. Are you hearing me? And, and you know what? I, I had to say right there, Paul lost me. Because I've known some that were preaching the gospel, you know, in a, they were merchandising the gospel, and, and it was, you know, I, I didn't appreciate that. And... And uh, but I wasn't rejoicing because the my the homepage of my heart I let what somebody else was doing uh, set the homepage of my heart to a different page. Look at your neighbor say I know he's talking about you now. <laughs> Maybe talking to you anyway. Praise God. Look at look at Psalm one twenty six. <laughs> Psalms 126, and, you know, the, the way the world identifies real Christians, everybody listen here, the way the world identifies real Christians is by their joy in the middle of tough stuff, because anybody can complain and bellyache and whine when, when everything's going well. Psalm 126 says, verse 1, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with what? Laughter. Our tongue was singing. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things, and we are glad. See, they were in captivity, and the way the world knew that they were coming out was because they laughed in the middle of it. They were rejoicing when everything wasn't 
That, and that's the way the world identifies us as Christians. Did you know Matthew 5 and verse 14 says you and I are, Jesus said, you and I are the light of the world. Now we think about Jesus being the light of the world, but then Jesus, how many of you believe Jesus? Okay, Jesus says, you and I are the light of the world. And he goes on to say, we're the salt of the earth. We, we are the light, you and, you and me are the light of the world. Look at your other neighbor on the other side and said, I know he's talking to, to you and about you right now. You're the light. Everybody say, I'm the light. Okay? But do you, do you know how we turn on our light where the world can see it? How do we lights of the, how many of you are the light of the world? Okay, how do you turn on your light? Would you like to know? Proverbs 13.9 says, the, put, put that up there. I want them to see it. Can you find Proverbs 13.9 before I say it? I want you all to see it. Hallelujah. Proverbs 13.9, it's in your Bible. Look at it. The light of the righteous, the light of the righteous, the light of the righteous. Okay, how do we turn on our light? Rejoice. Rejoice. We praise God. In the midst of difficult situations, we praise him like he's alive, and he's not, he, he, he died, but he's alive. Is he alive? Our light to the world is our demonstration of joy when the tough stuff hits. If we fall apart, Andrew Momick says like a $2 suitcase, like a $15 suitcase, if we default to fear and panic in difficult times, we're putting the bushel basket over our light. How many of you remember Sunday school? Anybody ever went to Sunday school and this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Come on, help me. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. Won't let Satan. I'm going to let it shine. Okay, can we hide it under a bushel? Jesus said we could. He said, if a light's set on a hill, don't put a, don't put a basket over it, remember? Yeah. We can either turn on our light or we can put a bushel over it. We can hide it. How do we hide it? We default to victimhood.com. Always offended when somebody doesn't pay attention to me, .org. Or, <clears throat> I have the freedom to have a chip on my shoulder, .net. I'm not going to tell you to look at your neighbor right now. <laughs> just, just look... Just look in your heart. Okay, I, I listen, guys. I, this is a very, very simple message. 
But we're, if we're going to overflow, it's got to go outside of these four walls into, into the highways and the byways, and, and people, people have got to see our light. And, and he said we are the light of the world, but you have a choice whether you turn it on or you don't turn it on. And he said the light of the righteous, the light of the righteous, how do you turn on your light? It's, how, it's, it's rejoicing. It's praising God in the midst of tough stuff. A lot of confirming scriptures here. Joel chapter 1 and verse 12 says, All the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. The trees of the field are people in the world. And joy is withered from the trees of the field, the people in the world, because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Wow. You know, Proverbs 24, verse 10, says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Okay, what does Nehemiah 8.10 say? say? Put these verses together. Proverbs 24.10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. What does Nehemiah 8.10 say? The joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you're fainting in the day of adversity, it's because your joy is not being released. The reason, the reason why, well, I mean, I, listen, guys, I've been through tough stuff in my life. And I, man, I can remember, I can rem remember more, more times than not coming in the church building, locking the doors, and skipping and jumping and leaping and praising God, and, and un until I couldn't think about what whatever I was bummed out about. I, I came in one way and went out another way, and you know that's the way. That's the way. I mean, that's the way the the worship service was today. It was like pregnant with. You know, just praise and, and and it was like, man, get our focus off of off of ourselves and on and on God. Are you hearing me? The joy, the joy of the Lord, your strength, my brother and sister. If you faint in the day of adversity, it's because your strength is smaller. Your joy is not being released. You have it though. It's not like you have to pray for it. You know, we we have the joy of the Lord in our spirit. You got the, you you have the fruit of the spirit there. Amen. This is powerful stuff. Uh, Psalms, verse 2, Psalms chapter 2, and, and verse, well, let me just do 59 first. Psalm 59, 59 verse 8. Psalm 59 verse 8. But you, O Lord, shall laugh at them. You shall have all the nations in derision. Everybody say God laughs at his enemies. And as he is, so am I. I laugh at my enemies, at lack, at, come on, at lack, at sickness, at problems. I laugh. Ha, ha, ho, ho, he, 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 ha, ha, ho, ho. Psalms 2, verse 4, says, let's see, it says, um, 
He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. In, in Job 5, 22, it says, You shall laugh at destruction and famine. See, so you, when, you when you put sound to sorrow, what, what, what does it manifest in? To sorrow. Crying. When you put sound to joy, what does it manifest in? Laughter. Everybody say laughter. A merry heart does good like a medicine. <clears throat> when, 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 you, when you put sound to sorrow, it comes out crying. When you put sound to joy, it comes out laughter. And here we've got at least three verses as it said, God laughs at the devil. And then he tells us, you shall laugh at destruction and famine. Ha, 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 ho, ho, he, 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 he. Everybody say, ha, 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 ho, ho, ha, ha, he, he, hoo, hoo, ha, 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 ha. We just need to laugh, man. I mean, if the devil's, you start laughing at the devil, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at you. <laughs> there, there's this, there's this old comic thing that this, these guy, these guys were just rolling, laughing on the floor, and, and it was like, and and it was it was like the devil was just, you know, like this. What what's what's this? And then and then the, then the caption said, the devil said what? Ha ha, ho ho, he he, ha ha, ho ho, he he, ha 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 ha. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to laugh, man. I, I, like, I like to laugh, as you know. But there's something that releases something in us. It releases that joy that's on the inside of us. Yeah, I can't laugh. You don't know what that would be fake. That would be, like, be like, you know, I, man, I do a lot of things by faith that my, my feelers and flesh doesn't feel like. But we're talking about this week is all about overflow. I'm talking about how to release what's on the inside of you because Romans 14, 17 said the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Ha, ha, ho, ho, he, he, <laughs> ha, ha, ho, ho, <laughs> hallelujah. Laugh at the enemy. Praise God. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. The God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Joy and peace are the oil and water to your faith mobile. What happens if you run out of oil? Your car's going to be on the side of the road. Guys, we, we, listen, we, this, is, he said, he, this is not an option. This is, this is the life that we live. And you, 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 you do it by faith, and your feelings will get involved. But the bottom line is, I'm not doing anything by feelings alone. I'm just telling you, 
God, God said that I, you and I are the light of the world, and our, our light to the world is our joy in the midst of difficult times. And he said, finally, after all, no matter what's going on, and he's writing it from jail, he said, I want you to rejoice. That, that's, I want you, I want your, I want the, I want your uh, default set to a different place. Are you hearing me? Now look at Psalm 42. Psalm 42. And look at verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Let me stop right there. Why are you cast down? I'm talking to you now. More importantly, God's talking to us. Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Why? What's all the striving? What's all the turmoil going on inside? Uh, hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the help of his countenance. So, yeah, what, what's the what's the antidote? It's it's get your hope in God. The reason you're cast down is because your hope is in something else. In your job, in your marriage, in some individual, you know, you get your hope in God, and and start praising God. Why are you cast down? And then and then again in verse eleven. Look at verse eleven. If I can find these verses in my new Bible. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. The same thing. Why are you cast down? And just in case you didn't get it, look at chapter 43, verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. Hope in God. God is our hope, guys. He, he is our hope. And this is just a very simple message today. We're going to turn back to Psalm 126 or I think it's 26. Was that where we were earlier? 126, yeah. Psalm 126. It's a very, very simple message today. For us to have overflow in our lives, you can't let what's overflowing in the world get inside you. You... I mean, doesn't doesn't really doesn't matter. I mean, if if we give, if we'll put our hope in Him, and 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 change the homepage of our heart to joy.com, then no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm dealing with, no matter what, uh, you know, we we had just before this conference. My I think my in fact I think my daughter's probably watching. Um, but 
she had a my my we have three sons and a daughter and my uh only daughter was uh just riding her bike in her neighborhood and and a car clipped her from behind and then she went tumbling over and and broke her collarbone and had a concussion i mean it could have been she she could have been in heaven right and we just start you know praising god that she's alive and, and praising God that she, uh, I mean, she was out in the middle of the street for for several minutes, and then she found her way home. She didn't even know how she found her way home. Anyway, the um, but thank God she's alive. And we had things going on, different things, you know, busy preparing for the conference, but then Janice flew there. In fact, we're leaving right after this meeting. We're going to fly to Dallas and see, and see her. So hi, Michelle. You're a blessing. We love you. You're precious to to us. You're a sweetheart. We thank God that you're alive. Hallelujah. And uh, but guys, there are things that happen in life beyond our control. And you know, how many of you've ever you like 2020 was kind of a tough year for a lot of people, right? Okay, just to be cloistered up and locked up, and man, in some places outside of Florida, it was just, it was terrible. And um. So, but but guys, let me tell you something. We we still are, no matter what's going on in the world, we you and I are the light of the world, and 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 I've shown you today that that the, that it is it is our joy that manifests our light to the world. Okay, so this is not just about us. We're talking about overflow, right? It's not just about us. Well, you don't know what I'm going through. No, you, I don't, but Jesus does. But the real issue is you don't know what he went through for you. For the joy set before him, he endured the shame and despised the cross. Guys, it, listen, it's, it's letting his life flow out of you. Take the bushel basket uh, why are why is your soul cast down? Why? I said why? Why is your why are you cast down? Yeah, but you don't know. My husband left me. My wife left me. You don't know this happened in my life. You don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't, but Jesus does. And but the real issue is you're focusing more on what's going on in your little circle of life rather than what Jesus did and listen um, listen I, I love the apostle paul because he was real man i mean he he was trying to preach the gospel in bithynia and the holy spirit said no i don't want you to go there and he tried to go into asia no i don't want you to go there and then so he had a vision in the night and he saw a man everybody say man he saw a man in the vision said, come over to Macedonia to help us. That's where Philippi is at, where the Philippians. Uh, and, then, and then he preached the gospel. Well, first of all, I want you, for all you prophetic folks, I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit's not as literal and rigid as you are. Because he had a vision of a man. He said, come over and help us. Who did they connect with when they went there? A woman. Put that in your prophetic pipe and smoke it. 
Seriously. They connected with a woman. Are you hearing me? There's some people that do these treasure hunts, and they, and they pray, and God shows them a person with a yellow scarf or a blue hat or a red coat or whatever, and they pass, they pass 100 people by that they could minister to looking for a yellow scarf or <laughs> a blue hat or a red coat. Now, maybe you'll run into that red coat person, but the bottom line is you need to be ministering to people where you are. And here's the, here's the deal. Paul got thrown in jail, casting the devil, following God, following that vision, casting the devil out of that demon-possessed girl, remember? And, and he got thrown in jail. And then in Acts 16, you can see it. It says, at midnight, at midnight, they started praising God and singing praises right at midnight. And what time did they get thrown in jail? The Bible doesn't say, but it says magistrates threw them in jail. So we know it couldn't be past 6 o'clock. Right? So that gives you that gives you, you and me hope. It took a little while for Paul and Silas to get their attitude right, but they got it right. Okay, they you know hit them a low blow. You might get hit a low blow, and you know you're down for a little bit. But listen, you're not staying down. I might be down, but I am not out. I mean, the enemy might have hit me with a blow, and I'm, my head may be where my feet were last. But I'm not staying there because I'm not defaulting to what the enemy's doing. I'm defaulting to joy. And Paul, listen, Paul and Silas, uh, I don't know what time they got thrown in jail, but they, it was probably five or six hours before they, they really got their attitudes right. And they started praising God. Does that give you hope? gives me hope. And they started praising God. And then it says not only their bands were loosed, everyone else's were loosed, and the jailer and his whole family got saved. How did it happen? They let their light shine. They defaulted to joy. Now, are you ready? I said, are you ready? Okay, I don't know if you're ready for this. Psalm 126, Psalm 126, verse 5. Are you there? Those who sow in tears. How many of you sown in tears? How many of you sown and given and obeyed and given and sown and sown and given and obeyed and sown and sown and sown? And sown and sown and so how many of you how many of you sown? How many of you have you planted seed? How many of you have obeyed God? How many of you want to reap a harvest? He said, Those that sow in tears, those who sow in tears will reap in more tears. Will reap. How do they reap? They reap in joy. I said they reap in joy. They, how many of you want to reap a harvest? Lake Haven Church, your harvest is coming. You've, you've sown. You've obeyed the dreams that God's put in your heart. 
and you've sown in tears. But God said, now it's time to reap. Now it's time to harvest. Now, now it's time. Now it's time for God to bring in for the fulfillment of your dream. And, it, and not only your chains get loosed, everyone else in the prison gets free. And then the jailer and other people around your life get born again. And, and revival happens when we make joy.com the default, the home page of our heart. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, it's time to change. It's time to change the home page of our heart. And, you know, I didn't know how to do that with my laptop. But I know how to do that with your heart. So just like my son helped me with technology, I'm going to help you. Amen? The Holy Ghost is going to help you. So would you stand with me? You know, the, the uh, gal came up earlier with word about your children. Um, you know, this is how you reap the harvest of your children coming back to, back to God. This is how you reap. You don't reap in tears anymore. Now, you've, you've cried, you've wept uh, a thousand tears, and God's received it all. But how many of you are ready for the harvest? You, you sow in tears, you reap in what? You reap in what? And, guys, this isn't something foreign to us. If you're born again, how many of you are born again? Okay. You, you have love, peace, joy in your spirit. This isn't, something we're, this isn't something we're praying for God to give us. This is something we're allowing him to release, take the bushel off of our heart. What, why are we cast down? It's because we've been focused. We've had the default of our heart set to the circumstances of our life rather than the than the uh, pre-set uh, condition of your of your spirit man, which is joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Just put your hand on your heart and just say, Father, I thank you for the joy that you've given to me. And you said in your word that uh, your that that my that I'm my heart has joy. You said in your word, I'm, I, am the, I, I am the light of the world. And you said in your word that the light of the righteous rejoices. Uh, I repent of, of any default that I've allowed my heart to be set to other than your word other than who I am, other than who you are. Huh. I, I reject that. I renounce that. And I, and I accept today the work of your Spirit to set the homepage of my heart 
to joy.com. In Jesus' name, I have sown, I have obeyed, I have wept, but it's time to reap. It's time to har harvest. And you said in your word that we sow in tears and we reap in joy. So I'm rejoicing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, this isn't just some this isn't just some kind of carnal exercise and you know, and we could I could just, you know, stirring people's emotions up to shout and all of that. But guys, I'm telling you, this is the real deal. The kingdom of God is within you. And the kingdom of God is not meat or drink. It's righteousness, peace, and in the Holy Ghost. And, the, and our joy is our light to the world. I'm appealing to you that the world needs your light. They need us to take the bushel basket of those circumstances off and let God wipe away your tears and let Him give you joy again. Praise God. Father, we thank You. We thank You for, for, we thank you for the reset of the default of our heart. The reset, Father, the homepage of our heart to joy.com. In Jesus' name. Now, listen, how many of you receive this? How many of you receive this? Praise God. All right, put your hands down. How many of you are born again and you know it? If you died tonight, you're sure you, you're sure you go to heaven. Okay, put your hands down and just pray. Listen, you know, everything I've talked about here, it all starts by having a relationship with Jesus. And he is, in fact, he, the Bible said he had more joy than all his, all his brethren. So if you're not born again, if you're not sure, absolutely sure, that if you die tonight, you go to heaven, I want to give you an opportunity to come into the kingdom. Or maybe you've been away from Father's house and you, ha you haven't really been uh, connected with the Lord. But, you know, you know you're saved, but you've been, you've been like a prodigal of old. You want to come back home today. I just want to pray on either one of those invitations. I want to pray for with you and for you. If that's you, just right where you are, I'm not going to ask you to come down front. If that's you, just lift your hand real high. Want to come back to the Lord, or I want to accept the Lord? I see that hand. Are there others of you? L lift your hand if that's you real high so I can see it. I see that hand. Praise God. Thank you for your boldness. Praise God. So let, let's all pray together with these. Just say, just say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that for, for the joy set before Jesus, he accepted his place on the cross for me. He saw me. He wanted me. He bought me with his precious blood. And I accept his sacrifice for me. I confess you, Jesus, as the Lord of my life. I thank you that you've made me righteous and that you've forgiven me. I, I come to you.
and receive me as your son. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, if you prayed that prayer and meant it, then Jesus has received you. And I've got something else to tell you. Your sins are forgiven you. You're white as snow. God accepts you. Whether you came back to the Lord or whether you accepted Jesus for the first time. And I want to tell you one more thing. You need to be a part of the body of Christ. And this is a great family. You need to be a part of this church family. I want you I want to encourage you to be bold enough to tell somebody that you that you prayed that prayer and you meant it. And then the Lord, the Lord will uh, the, the, the Lord's going to connect you. And listen, he's going to turn your world around, upside down for the good, for the good, for the good. All right. How many of you, how many of you been in that, in that place where you've been sowing, 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 but now today you're, you see how you're going to reap? Amen? All right. Say, Father, I've been sowing in tears, but today I reap in joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now let's give God praise. Come on, give him a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. We praise you, Lord. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, guys, if you can lack at, if you can laugh at famine and lack, you can you can laugh at and destruction, you can laugh at sickness and pain and doctors' reports and problems. Man, I tell you, there's nothing that offends the devil more than you laughing when he's throwing his best at you. And I'm praising God, amen. Everybody say, ha ha, hee hee, ho ho. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are great. You are good. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, we're reaping, guys. It's time, it's time for the harvest. Amen. Praise God. Do you have a song, brother? Do you have anything? Okay. All right. How many of you received? Okay, now guys, the best way you can act, you can you can honor this, is to go out and act on it today. Amen. Because I'm telling you, it's you know what it does? It so honors God because it's faith. There's nothing that honors God more and pleases Him more than us praising Him when everything is is going wrong. And as you're praising Him. Uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna see that harvest come in. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we bless Lake Haven Church. We bless the leaders. We bless the pastors. We bless your body here. And we just declare, Father, this is over this church. I'm speaking. This is a season of harvest. This is a season of reaping. And we sow in tears, but we reap in joy. Praise God. Amen. Give the Lord another praise. Praise God. Woo. Thank the Lord once again for Pastor Greg and Janice. Amen. Pastor Lamont, 
<laughs> and Sharon, thank you for the deposits this week and being obedient to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hasn't it been an overflow? Will it continue to be an overflow? By choice, by your choice and my choice. Amen. I love that message like Pastor Greg said. It is simple, but it takes a choice. Amen. Not that the joy of the Lord has been or will be, is presently as you stand, as you sit, as you watch. The joy of the Lord is currently, right now, your strength in the midst of a mess, if you're in a mess. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Is there anything else? Amen. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we're going to dismiss in the joy of the Lord. And as you go forward, hey, go into the overflow and just kind of chew on what you've gotten this week. Don't just let it go. Amen. We love you and uh, you're dismissed. Glory to God. Praise God. If there's anyone that needs prayer, you please feel free to come up. If there's anyone that needs prayer, feel free to come up front for prayer.